1: Allow me to reintroduce myself.
0: My name is I'm Will Pelagic.
2: It brings me joy. Public service announcement being already one of my favorite beats ever, that's just yeah, true. You got one of the best uh, intros You intros in the game. It's a great intro. And I can't wait to see what he does with it for the next two segments. We got Willie P. in the Planet Kia studio, Sports Radio, 92.7 WFNZ. Willie P., we appreciate the hats. Thank you for showing up. Not empty-handed, but also your presence would have been enough.
0: Always good to see you boys. Uh, It's a a little bit of a different gleam in the air with it uh, being a little warmer. I mean, soccer's around the
1: corner. I like that. The hats are great. I'm sorry. This like is quality. I mean, Mitchell and Ness Ooh. gonna cost you. You know, it's gonna cost you, so this ain't no I know. <laughs> cheap <laughs> yeah. hat. No Yo. joke. So he
2: showed up with the flat bill, Mitchell and Ness's. What I also like is him knowing his audience and getting fitty the dad hat. Because yeah. as soon as like, mm-hmm. we already start posturing a little bit, I'm seeing the options, and I'm going to be grateful for whatever comes my way. Yeah. But also, I'm like hoping deep down, I hope I get the flat bill. I hope I get the Mitchell and Ness flat bill. And he takes care of me, and he looks at Fiddy says, I got you taken care of with the dad hat. And Fiddy gives him a hug. And so I think he made everybody happy today. It's,
0: it's, it's one of those things where you know, we all got to kind of get the, uh, the New Year swag. Uh, I know the boys in, in, in the morning got theirs, and uh want to make sure I took care of our guys here. I'll be out yeah, there.
2: Man. That was oh, a good look. I'll be out there for the season
0: opener. So that's that's confirmed. You're coming. I'm coming.
2: This will be this'll be the virgin voyage for you. Uh, well, no, I've I've already accomplished that before. I'm I try, dis- that's right. That's
0: right. you went to one last year. You're right.
2: Yeah, I guess I was gonna say that I'm not a virgin. I didn't want to yeah. continue to go down that road. But <laughs> I'm not when it comes to Charlotte FC. That's I got good. to go to the first ever game. I'm excited to go again. And so I'm asking you what we should expect. Like right out of the rip, right? So here we are starting off the season. Pulling off the Band-Aid. Yeah, like, it. I know that there are some changes. What do you think for a novice, somebody that might be a virgin attending Charlotte FC, what would you tell them to expect?
0: So, so unfortunately, a lot of the national press around Charlotte FC has not been great because they lost two of their higher-priced players going into this season. Carol Svodersky and Camille Jozeviak Svodersky is still technically on the roster, but he's on loan. I don't think he's going to play again for our club, but the one thing that they have done, and this is akin to a baseball franchise who's trying to build from within. I make that analogy all the time because they basically have a lot of dudes who they brought into their reserve team last year, who they've basically grown and homegrown and promoted. And they're expecting those guys to have big seasons. A guy like a Yuri Tavares, who signed earlier this week, scored 12 goals in the MLS Next Pro season a year ago. An MLS Next Pro team, by the way, in Crown Legacy that won the Eastern Conference. So they were highly placed a year ago. And they also had some guys that the way that this uh, the secondary league works, the reserve team, there's no salary cap. So you can buy and stash dudes. And so they took that... To heart last year, they put a guy down there in Joao Pedro from Brazil who turned into one of the best defenders in the entire reserve league last year. A guy like a Nikola Petkovic, who they spent two and a half million dollars on, could very well start in defensive midfield for Charlotte FC on Saturday. And they've also kind of tried to add to the margins. They don't have necessarily the player that's on the level yet of a Svodarski or a Joseviak that they've brought back in. But one thing that they are doing is a trying to build and structure the offense around Enzo Capetti, which last year you saw Capetti and Swiderski try to occupy a lot of the same spaces, which led to a lot of inconsistency in both their numbers. The fact now that the, Capetti is basically there on his own. They can play through balls to him and they can make things a lot more simpler for him. I think he's poised for a breakout season.
2: I need to go ahead and address real quickly. You said Nikola Pekovic. Yes. Is that right? Yes. Was, was that not the monster of a human being that used to play for the Minnesota Timberwolves? Do we remember Pekovic? Who I do. Was actually grew up to be a mob boss overseas? Am I wrong about that? You're We're, talk- of, We're talking about different people, You're thinking right? of Drazen Petrovic. No, not Drazen. No, not Drazen. I'm thinking of Pekovich. Did you have something on the mic, Vitti? Do you remember Pekovic at all? He was just a rebounding god, and you said right. he turned into a mob boss? I need to look this up. Perhaps I don't I need to you. accuse anybody. All right, I'll, I'll have – you get on the research. We'll find that out, and I'll also have Willie answer how important it is to get off to a fast start this year. should
0: be interesting because the way this year is going to work, uh, obviously the home game – Kind of feels like a standalone entity because they're going to go on the road for the next three weeks after this. They'll play Toronto and Vancouver in succession, and then they'll have to go on the road to Nashville, which is a tough place to play. And when they come back home, they play the defending champions and the supporters shield champions back to back. So Columbus, followed by Cincinnati. Uh, This first stretch is very, very difficult, but I think one of the things, too, you're looking at is that if you can pick off some of these results, maybe even get some draws out of the, especially the road games, you're feeling like you build some confidence for this young and budding group.
1: Willie P with us in studio on the Body Works Plus guest hotline. And Willie P, when you look I know I see
0: you out there, too, Wes, with with the kids and everything like that, Yeah, man,
1: no doubt. We got to get back to a game, too. We did not get to get to one last year but I definitely want to get to a couple this year uh, mm-hmm. as well we had a great time and I uh, spent some squirrel out there too but uh, sure. so when you look at this team from a talent perspective because we know Charlotte's still a young franchise and when you talk about each year you want to see them getting better where would you rate the talent of this team based on the roster that they've had the rosters that they've had up to this point
0: I, th- I think this roster is ascending in a better way than I think the other, the other uh, rosters that we've had here. Cause I think one of the things, unfortunately had been the reputation of us is that oh, all we do is go out and buy, you know, over 30 midfielders or people who are in Europe who are basically over the hill and, and trying to basically act as reclamation projects. Now you're in a scenario where you've got guys like, Brian Romero and Nymfasha Berkemas who are having big moments with the club and Berkemas is 15 years old. Like that, like these are the kinds of guys you're going to be hearing about more so over the course of this year, maybe even going into next year. I think the talent, while it might not necessarily right now be better, it's ascending talent to where one of the things they did this off season is they brought in a guy from Philadelphia. His name's Tommy Wilson. He's become the new technical director and what they want to do with him is expand and have a particular focus and outlook on the team from the top all the way down to the academy level. And so that type of synergy is why you're seeing the promoted players now start to get their run. They didn't get a lot of run last year under Christian Latanzia, let's be fair. So because of the fact that we're seeing that the head coach and the technical director are recognizing this talent – and they're going to play the same way all across the board, it should allow for a, a model that's more sustainable. It's very, very hard in this league, Wes, with the salary cap rules as restrictive as they are, they basically be just churning your roster every offseason, going out and buying players and selling them, going out and buying players and selling them. The best and most consistent franchises in this league are able to build from within, hold talent and keep it there so that they can have More sustained levels of success and longer levels of success as well, like the Philadelphia's of the world.
1: Alright, and I want to know uh, about the puppies, man. How are they doing? How's Ben Bender and how's Hamidi Diop?
0: So Diop is, I think, going to be a much more renewed player this year. Uh, he's somebody who, I think last year kind of fell out of favor with Latanzio. That was the situation that happened in the Atlanta game where he got subbed in and then was very, very quickly subbed off. That was a pretty awkward scenario a year ago. I think he's going to get a lot more run this year. Uh, Bender is still coming back from a knee injury. He uh, had an arthroscopic knee surgery at the end of last year. Saw him running earlier today so it looks like he's at least back and and doing some stuff I think he's still about a month away Uh, the one guy to watch out for uh, somebody who just got himself his first team contract is Tiger Smalls which the guy's got a name that Obviously should Sounds be great. a kind yeah. of Prowler type name. This is a kid who uh, trained in North London. He's from North London. So he's trained at both Arsenal and Tottenham, which I think, you know, you obviously know those are big clubs. Yeah. And he came over here, went to college, kind of did the old uh, reverse bend it like Beckham type scenario. Went to college a couple of different places and then ended up uh, getting drafted by Charlotte FC in the first round a year ago. Or, or I'm sorry, this year rather. And also, as I mentioned earlier, some of the homegrowns like Brian Romero and Mbasha Nima- Burkimas wouldn't put it past either of them because one of the things that Dean Smith has said this year, he said that if you're good enough, you're old enough. Dude who might not even have the opportunity to drive yet might be making his first team debut for Charlotte FC mm. in the coming months in Mbasha okay,
1: Because
0: he was very, very good with the under-17 World Cup, scored three goals.